as a normal like person, you don't ever think, oh, I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be able to go into Club Thirty Three. No, like no Disney. I mean, again, unless you're a member or know somebody, that it's always a oh, that would be nice. But the fact that like again, we meet up with this guy's assistant. We're walking up to the Club Thirty Three doors. I'm sweating. Like my heart is pounding. <laughs> he walks up to the door. The assistant, not Caleb. The assistant walks up to the door. They like the little like um, ring the doorbell. Yeah, they rings the doorbell. They start talking through the door, and they he says his name, and then says who we are because we're on a list with him. And then the door just opens, and I'm like, I'm gonna faint. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name is Caleb, and I am joined here with my wife, Caitlin. Hey, guys. And uh, yeah, we're here to record yet another episode of Market House, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, had a good week, right? Yeah, nothing nothing really crazy. <laughs> no, we just got back from fun grocery shopping, and yeah. it's like a mini windstorm outside right now. Yeah, baseball started. Baseball started. Yes, we watched the Cardinals. Uh I don't think I've mentioned it, but we're giant St. Louis Cardinals fans here in this house yes. and uh, watched them win for a second uh, game in a row. And it was good. It's always good when baseball starts. So uh, yeah, exciting day. We got some baseball done and got some shopping done. And we're actually going to make another St. Louis tie-in. We're going to make a St. Louis style pizza tonight. And the special ingredient, which we... Okay, story time really quick. We have to say it. Tell oh, story. yeah. I think we should. So, like we mentioned, we went on a trip to visit family. And they are located in St. Louis, Missouri. And they are known for a type of cheese called Provel. And you can only find it in this one city in the country, and that is St. Louis. And it's a mix of cheddar, provolone... It's mozzarella. And mozzarella? No? Something. There's a mixture. It's a it's mixture like of cheese. Processed something. Swiss. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's not good for you. <laughs> no, not at all. whatsoever. But it's delicious. It's, it's amazing. It's really good. So my dad's a giant fan too. We were out there with my dad, my parents, and we looked at each other and said, "Why don't we try getting this back home somehow?" Yeah. Because my dad would order it regularly in California, and it was like fifty bucks for one bag of cheese because they have to send it dry, with dry ice. And it's from the Midwest, so it's yeah. like it's expensive. So he'd pay like fifty bucks for just a bag of cheese. That's absurd. <laughs> and so this time we we're like, we can do it. We're here. Let's go buy Costco and buy Provel, and then we'll get it back home somehow. We'll figure it out later. So we went to Costco, bought two bags of the stuff for like nine bucks a piece, and we were going to send it UPS. But then my dad was like, Why don't you just bring it back as a carry on on the plane? And I'm like, how am I going to do that? How is he going to keep? He's like, we'll go buy a cooler uh, and not a cooler, but a like a lunchbox almost. But yeah, like, like an uh, ice chest. Kind yeah, of thing. it's like an ice chest. Yeah. And we'll load it up with uh, dry ice and you'll carry it on the plane. And I was like, I guess, man, that's kind of jank because like TSA, but we looked online, we verified it was good. We're good. Yeah. So we flew cheese halfway across the country back home and it worked. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> And Everyone listening to you is like, wow, cheese. Yeah. And we're going to use it tonight on this pizza. It's a life-changing experience. It's really good. It's very unique, the taste and consistency. It's a love or hate it. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. I've loved it since the first time I tried it, but I can see people being like, what the heck? Like, for example, I'm not a fan of deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. Other people love it. Like Prevel, I feel like it's like you said, sure. love or hate, but yeah, it's like sweet. I know there's like, I don't know. But it's not biz- too sweet. Sure. I, I don't know. It's, it's a good. weird. I can't wait. Consistency, but it's delicious. So yeah. anyways, yeah. St. Louis filled day with the Cardinals winning some groceries shopping. And now a little bit and of Disney. Now, yeah. Now we can talk about Disney. Yeah. Cool. So anyways, uh, enough about pizza and cheese. Let's go ahead and dive into uh, the latest news. All right. Our first news story has to do with a Walt Disney World hotel and an unfortunate experience for a Twitter user there. (laughs) Um, This uh, lady stayed at, I believe it was one of the budget, uh, Pop Century. So it was Pop Century. Love that hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's one of our, it was our first time at Disney World we stayed there. Yeah. So it's got a special place in her heart. Not my favorite room in the world, but a fun, fun resort. So anyway, she was staying at Pop Century and it was checkout day. And she was woken up by a housekeeping staff member by knocking on the door and saying, kind of, are you leaving? At like 8.30 in the morning. And if you don't know already, I guess most hotels are like this. uh, Checkout's 11 a.m. So she was getting waking or woken up at 8.30 a.m. by this housekeeping staff member and kind of going, hey, you guys leaving? And she popped her head out and said, no, I'm not actually. It's 8.30 and I've got a couple hours left, so leave me alone. And in the comments, someone else had a similar experience like a couple weeks before and getting woken up around 8 a.m. to basically kind of force them out or encourage them to leave soon. So I would be absolutely livid if this happened to us and... But at the same time, I feel bad because uh, this is a whole thing. And then another person commented and said, hey, I'd like to respond to this. I used to be a hotel manager at Disney World. And let me tell you why this may be happening. Long story short, he says, even pre-pandemic, these poor housekeeping staff had so much pressure to turn over so many rooms before a certain time. And now that they're so short-staffed, they're just a lot of pressures being put on to like speed this whole process up. So... I think they're just assuming, hey, I'm going to knock and act like I don't know these people are here. Hopefully they leave a little sooner if I wake them up. So not ideal. It's not right by any stretch of the imagination. But I also feel bad at the same time that these uh, staff members are, or these, sorry, cast members are being kind of encouraged to do some kind of shady stuff to get people out of their room. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like in the moment, if we got woken up, be like, uh, it's 830 in the morning. I'd feel so just like what (laughs) yeah i'd I'd be kind of how in what book is this okay yeah yeah i mean again first world problems but i but yeah i also understand what you're saying about just the cast members and you know they it's it's not easy work doing what they do and i get i have so much respect for them for cleaning people's rooms because people are extremely messy and dirty and they don't like the the rooms are not clean sometimes and so they have to pick all that up and make it pretty inside that disney quality so yeah, it's just an interesting, not fun, but also like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so unfortunate thing all around, I think. So anyways, heads up, if you're going to stay there, maybe plan on waking up early <laughs> or yeah, or yeah, just uh, have a sign there saying, no, we're checking out at 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Please don't wake us up. Uh, yeah, let's dive into the next news story. So next up, we have some news about the opening day for the new Guardians ride in Epcot. Um, For those who don't know, the ride will be opening up on May 27th. 
But it does look like it's going to be a really busy day because all of the pass holder availability is gone. So there is some availability left for ticket holders, but all pass holders, it's all taken up. Yeah, out of luck if you haven't gotten reservations. I so. think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I Again, I'm curious. I've said this in p- previous episodes. I'm curious to see how many people they let in. I know I know, we'll never know that, but how many pass holders are going to be there that day versus t- ticket holders? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the numbers? I think we know the mix is like more ticket holders and pass right. holders, but we don't know exactly yeah. what that mix is. So. so I'm sorry if you are a pass holder. Unfortunately, at this moment, you will not be able to attend the first day, but hopefully yeah. it'll it'll lighten up. Yeah. And if you haven't even, if you're going, if you're just a normal ticket holder, like most people, and you haven't gotten reservations for Epcot for that day, if you want to catch it on opening day, I I'd encourage you it. to do so. Yeah, yeah. Before. And get there early. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know though, because I feel like, do you think people are going to line up for that ride like they did the figment? All day. Pop- popcorn bucket? I think all day it'll be long. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not go the first day. <laughs> maybe know. maybe wait a little bit if you can <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be like this though for like um, remember when well, it was like rise of the resistance yeah it was for the first year yeah so i think you're just it's if you're gonna go the first year it's gonna be long so. yeah all right yep uh anyways get your reservations <laughs> next up we have some more ride information um this is for expedition everest um this ride closed earlier this year in january and was supposed to reopen um mid-april but um on the disney website that date was actually taken down so we are not sure when that ride's going to be opening or what's going on but a little bit longer on that one so i know it's a refurbishment i don't usually when they do that does that mean that there's something wrong with like the track or i'm not sure they've had a lot of problems with that ride because of the yeti oh remember okay. it was there was like micro fractures in the uh steel that's so right from it moving. Yeah, they stopped the moving. And okay. so now it's just a strobe light that makes it look like it's moving. Okay. And so maybe they're trying to fix that problem. Yeah. And maybe look at the movement back. I'm not entirely sure. From my understanding, that problem would require them like tearing down half the ride inside. So it was going to be very expensive and very yes. long process. I don't think that's happening here. Okay. I'm assuming it's a staffing issue. I think a lot of delays have been happening. Look at um, over here, uh, Finding Nemo. That's delayed. For, oh, the submarine, mm-hmm. sub, excuse me, submarine voyage. Yes. So that's <laughs> delayed indefinitely yeah. as well. So I think they're just having All staffing right. problems. Yeah. I'm sure by the summer it'll be open. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. So yeah, uh, closed for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Next up, we have some interesting news coming out of Walt Disney World, and that is a new housing development being developed on Disney property. So they're dedicating 80 acres and developing around 1,300 units of affordable housing on Disney property. So the sketch or like the, uh, what is that, uh, concept art? Yeah, concept art. Yeah, it looks like kind of big buildings. So I'm assuming they're multifamily uh, buildings. So condos, apartments. I don't know if single family homes will be built during this project. Again, from what they're showing, it looks like a bunch of really pretty large buildings, which means I think condos. Right. And then these are not being developed by Disney. They're being developed by a third party developer. Yeah. I don't think Disney builds homes. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so I think I don't prob- want people to get confused with like the one in Palm Springs or Golden sure. Oak. Well, they don't, they didn't build those either. That's developed by a third party as well. But doesn't like Disney Imagineers help with like. Yeah. Golden Oak. I mean, yeah. you can choose. It's not guaranteed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's but like choice. Disney's not associating with these. I think they're designing probably okay. and doing some, I think they're part like of the outside. design process. Okay, yeah. Okay. I don't think the building is done. Always done. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I'm excited to see what they look like. That's, that's really awesome. That yeah. They're... And I think it's needed. I mean, I think the whole country could use some yeah. affordable housing built 
Yeah, and it's so, nice that that's going to be around Disney property, and yeah, that's I mean, awesome. That'd be awesome. I'm assuming there's going to be a giant list. Oh yeah, an application process. I think everyone and their mother would love to live on Disney property. Yeah, that'd be great, and the fact that it's affordable. That's, yeah, so I'm assuming there's going to be income caps. It's going to be pretty limited as to who can apply for this, but again, yeah. that's a cool opportunity. That's amazing to have for folks to have. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have some exciting news for all of you Encanto lovers out there. Um, starting April 11th, there is going to be a new We Don't Talk About Bruno overlay on It's a Small World. Um, for I, You know, I have to say, I'm not the biggest fan of this movie, but I'm excited for those people who are just obsessed. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a you're obsessed or you're like, nah, that was okay. Yeah, I think we're in that, the yeah. latter there. But it's just to specify what it is. It's not anything on the inside of the ride. It's just a projection show on the yes. outside of the building. I think <laughs> uh, rumor is I think it's on the, like the top and bottom half of the hour. Uh, but just basically, we don't talk about Bruno music yeah, video. It's just like a quick, something long. I hate this. Why? Like I've got very strong opinions. Encanto doesn't belong on It's a Small World. How yeah, random. But, uh, yeah, but you could say the same thing about when they do the Jack Skellington overlay for Halloween when they're doing fireworks. Yeah, but that's like it serves a purpose though, right? I feel like it serves like... That's a very popular viewing area. Oh, okay. I get you're just trying to say why why just Encanto on it's yeah. small world. There's, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense to I me. I mean, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but I have to admit, I think Disney's just kind of jumping on the opportunity because it's so popular. Well, of course there, yeah. With them doing that, people are gonna be like, I wanna go see that, which again brings people in the park, which uh, gets them more money. They did the same thing with Frozen. Do you remember story time? Do you remember when Frozen was the most popular thing on the planet and they had that um, big room in DCA where there was snow that you could slide down. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like that. It's just an opportunity to get people in. Again, it's not. It wasn't my favorite movie, but between that and Turning Red, those are huge, like very popular movies. So they're just capitalizing. Uh, yeah, they're Whatever. doing it again. It's the Disney Whatever magic. Whatever <laughs> Disney. Yeah, Disney something. So, anyways, yeah, and Kanto coming to Small World. Yeah, Bizarre. catch it if you can. Yeah. It'll be on Monday. <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, the new Toy Story Hotel opening over in Tokyo Disney, and I'm looking at pictures here, and it actually looks really cool. Uh, I, th I believe it's a value-style resort, so nothing fancy. It's very kid-friendly, very themed to Toy Story, of course, and that means very cartoony, so don't expect a luxury experience or crazy rooms. It's just very well-themed to Toy Story, which I like, and so... This is a perfect example of like people freaking out, I think, overreacting on Disney social media, Twitter, specifically with the potential, over, uh, sorry, uh, refurb of Paradise Pier Hotel and possibly getting a Toy Story redesign. It looks good. And so it's a reminder, everyone, Disney's primarily for children and yeah. families. And so this is very family friendly, ch children uh, theming. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. I mean, again, they did it for Star Wars. Why not Toy Story? Yeah. It looks great. The food is themed. It's literally like the Star Cruiser almost. Yeah, the, the, except for a quarter of the cost. Yes. Yeah. Um, the the food is themed. There's like Lotso Bear, like they look like cookies or something. Mm -hmm. There's like a cowboy roll. It looks like, yeah, I don't even know how <laughs> to. Um, but literally the rooms, it looks like you're walking into Andy's room, which is amazing. Um, again, I, I like the way they did style the rooms because it doesn't look like they cheaply did it. It wasn't just they just threw pictures in there. Like it literally feels like you're in Andy's room. And just the shop and just the overlay outside it kind of it did give me like art of animation vibes 
when I was looking on the outside of it because it's like there's big characters everywhere. Everything's well, super colorful. And I think they went with the like Valley Resort tile, uh, style building, which is basically just a big giant rectangle, right? Four walls. Yeah. All straight up and nothing pretty on the outside, but they do put a bunch of fun theming yeah. around the resort. So it looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like but it. the next time we're going to Tokyo. We've never been. That'd be so fun. I would love to go. I would love to. Yeah. Again, fun factoid. It is the highest rated Disney property in the world, mm-hmm. Tokyo. I would love to go there. That's definitely on our Disney bucket list. Yeah, one day. Next up, as we all know, the Main Street Electrical Parade is going to be coming back very shortly. Um, for the 50th anniversary, actually, we have some new merch that's coming out, as well as a new Loungefly backpack and a dining package um, that you're going to be able to do at Plaza Inn. So with that, other than just eating, you're going to be able to get a spot <laughs> for the parade and kind of just enjoy that when it comes back to the park. I love the parade. It's very nostalgic to me. I think the Loungefly is really cute. Um, but some of the merch, there's, I think, I believe there's a couple short sleeve shirts and I believe there's a dress that they're coming out with. Um, but yeah, it, it's super exciting news. I love doing, we love doing the world of color dining package. So just something similar to that. Do you get, um, special seating for, yes. okay. so it's, do you remember what they did for, what was it? I think it's when they brought the fireworks back. Um, we saw a lot of YouTubers do this. There was like dining area out in the front oh, where only the umbrellas are. Got it. I think they're going to clear all that out so that once you eat dinner, you sit out there and then you can watch the parade kind of like front row seating. Cool. But at Plaza Inn. Is there pricing yet? I don't think so. Okay. Other than like, I think it's the normal, like you're having fried chicken and that kind of stuff. Got it. I'm assuming it's going to be very expensive because the last time they did this, I think it was, don't quote me, I think it was $75 a person. Good grief. I think so. It, I'm probably wrong, but it's something, it's not something cheap. I remember being like, whoa. That's pricey. But I mean, if you really want to see the show and get really good seats, then that's a good way of locking that in. But yeah, definitely look for pricing because they haven't named anything yet. Cool. Looks good. And our last news uh, item has to do with that fancy, fancy exclusive club, which is Club 33 over in Disneyland, the original uh, exclusive uh, club that Disney has created for very rich people and corporations. But anyways, <laughs> they are uh, refurbing Club 33, which hasn't been done in a long, long time. And uh, they're calling it a sparkle and shine. So who the heck knows what that means? If that's limited to some paint or tearing down a couple of walls, who knows? Uh, yeah. I don't think normal people really care too much. Yeah. But again, if you're a member, congratulations you've won at life <laughs> and I'd love to would ask love, you how you did it. Yes. But yeah, this actually is a very good segue into our kind of main segment today. And that is our visit to club 33. Yes. And we were lucky enough to meet the right people and just have the right conversations. It kind of came up. It, yeah. It's a cool story to it. So I'm not going to dive into it yet, but uh, yeah, it's our story and how we went to club 33 and our visit there. I cannot wait to dive in. This yeah. is it's so special. <laughs> yeah, so let's go ahead and do that. All right, and that brings us to our main segment today, and that is our experience at Club 33. Yes. Yeah, so I kind of have to start uh, give some context as to how this happened and because we are not members. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get that out of the way. We are not members of Club 33. I haven't made my first million dollars yet. Still looking for a way to, I don't know, <laughs> shyster my way into get, becoming a member. But no, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Let's preface this by 
some most some people don't know what Club Thirty Three is and don't know the exclusivity of this. So this yeah, was a cost too. yeah. So this was a club created back way when actually Disneyland was founded, nineteen fifty five, and started. And this is a way for Walt to kind of create a very exclusive club for its corporate sponsors. So if you don't know already, Walt wasn't loaded with cash in the very beginning. He had a lot of money, but this was all strapped into building Disneyland to begin with. His film, uh, you know, career. (laughs) That's how Disney started. So all the animated films, those aren't cheap to make. So he had a lot of money, but a lot of that money was being poured back into Disney. So uh, he needed a way to raise money. And one of those ways was getting corporate sponsorship. So a lot of the rides in the beginning was like, Autopia brought to you by Kodak or something, something brought to you by Chevron, Chevron. brought to you by GM or just random Ford, whatever. I I, I don't know a lot of the original ones, but I know there was a lot. So he was like, I know Bank of America was a giant one. They bankrolled half the park. So he was like, I need to give them a reason to become members quote unquote, uh, of Disneyland and they can give me lots of money and I can use that money to reinvest in the park, but also they can feel special about their investment and they can all get pats on the back up in this exclusive part of the park. So anyways, they, uh, start this thing called club 33 and then they open it up to regular people to join and it comes with the price. So now you are able to join. There's a multi-year wait list. Mm -hmm. You can, you have to call a special number or send a letter in and you can get on this wait list. And I believe the initiation fee is $25,000. And then your uh, annual dues are $15,000. So yeah. And just, just a reminder, just to recap on that, you do have to call the number and submit the letter. Like the letter is not optional. Okay. Right. I don't know. Oh, I thought <laughs> from what I believe, I think yeah. that you have to submit a letter. That sounds right. You basically have to explain why you should be a member. Yeah, I, it's not just you can, you can. Yeah, it's not just waving money in front of their face and going. No, I got money. no, no, no. Like you have to be selected. Like this is. Yeah. So it's and there's enough people out there that there's a wait list to get on this thing that can afford fifteen thousand dollars a year and twenty five grand up front. So what perks does this bring you? Uh, not as much as you'd think. So you get access to the park, I think a certain amount of days. It's not like a, you don't get just handed a a magic key or annual pass. No, no, no. You get some park admission, I believe. Uh, You get pretty much unlimited fast passes. Do they still do that since we don't have fast pass anymore? Good question. I don't know. I'm assuming they do because do you remember before Lightning Lane became a thing, but fast pass also stopped. You're right. People were going in through the exits. You're right. So I think they do get some kind of exclusive Club 33. Yeah. Like, um, lightning lane where they probably get to use it. They get to use it. On yeah. Where they, they just get to go up. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what it is. But when we went, it was still fast pass. So I know from back then they got unlimited fast passes. Essentially it's, there's a number, but it's like pretty much you can ride 30 rides in a day if you want right. with fast pass. Uh, you get guest passes for the park. So you can bring in like 15 people a year or some number 25, whatever that is. And then you get access to this club. So which a ton of really well-known people are members, celebrities, yeah. Disney executive, like a ton yeah. of people go to them. Yeah. And you, some, there's still corporate sponsorship. So there's still like bank of America probably has their five seats or whatever. So I know they send some local SoCal companies and some larger corporations will send as like an employee appreciation thing. Yeah. They'll send, neat. yeah. Some of the employees to club 33. So club 33 consists of uh, a sit down restaurant, a very fancy, nice sit down. There's a dress code. Mm-hmm. I believe like kind of jacket, slacks, dress. Gr- yeah, yeah. All sorts of, yeah. yeah. You do, you have to dress very nice to go in. Yes. And sorry, quick thing. There's a 
legit like windstorm happening outside. <laughs> so if you hear anything, it's yeah. <laughs> of course, no rain because it's California, but there's a bunch of wind and it's blowing pollen everywhere. So if you hear something, that's the wind. But yeah, so very exclusive restaurant, fancy restaurant, steak, the whole thing. Uh, there's a bar and kind of lounge area. I forget what the official name is, but it's like a lounge bar area. Uh, it's not a traditional, just like, oh, it's a bar. No, like, no, It no, is no. a beautiful, like, gorgeous. and we'll get into that in a couple minutes. Yeah, but. gorgeous. And exclusive kind of shopping opportunities. So there's a little yeah. like shop right in the lobby there when you first walk in. Yeah. And you can buy some exclusive merchandise. And again, we'll get into that later. So that's what Club 33 is. Again, to non-Disney folks that aren't big Disney fans, you'd go, why the heck would I care about that stuff? But there's a lot of Disney history in there. Walt frequented this area yeah. and entertained a lot of guests there, a lot of important people, celebrities, government types, uh, former presidents. It's great governors. Yeah. And just the overall history, like the pictures that you see in there. Oh, yeah. They're not really well-known, like seen everywhere photos. Sure. Like They're very like... I mean, again, I hate to say vintage, but the things that you see in there, you're like, wow, like this is, you feel like you're a part of history when you're in the club. Yeah, very cool. So um, really quick, uh, I'll transition into our story in a second, but first I'm going to plug my laptop in because it's about to die. (laughs) So let's see. Let's, uh, so that's, yeah, that's a little history of Club 33 and what it is. And then we'll dive into our story and how we visited in a second. All right, and we're back. We're back. And charging. So that's my fault for not charging my <laughs> laptop overnight because uh, I forgot. But anyways, so I'm yeah, you have now a history of Club 33, a very quick one. And now let's dive into how we went in. So uh, again, not members. So I used to work for an accounting firm uh, in the Sacramento area. And I had the privilege, I guess, of flying down to the LA area, oh, Anaheim specifically, to meet with a company that was going to develop a website for us and some other stuff. So I flew down just for the day, flew early in the morning, went over to downtown Disney and worked from Starbucks there, which was awesome. Magical. Yeah. I remember sending you a picture and being like, I'm working from downtown Disney. (laughs) And I had my meeting in Irvine a little later that day. And I sat down with this guy and we get talking and it comes up kind of organically. Hey, where are you at this morning? Like, did you fly in just for the day? Did you stay overnight? I said, no, I flew in this morning. I went over to downtown Disney to work and then now I'm here. And he's like, oh, are you a Disney fan? And I was like, oh, dude, the biggest. Like, a, I'm an annual pass holder and I'm actually going to go after this, I think, and catch a couple of rides before I fly back home. And he just has this like look on his face and he goes, why didn't you tell me? I would have met you there. I, we're Club 33 members. I would have taken you to lunch at the club. And I'm like, my mouth drops. I would, I'm, <laughs> don't care about the website anymore. I don't care about anything. I'm just like, wait, you're members. And so he goes into detail about why, and I'm not going to, I don't want to. Yeah. Cause you don't get to meet club 33 members a lot. No, like, I don't know about you guys, but you don't just casually go, Oh yeah, they're club 33 members. No. Yeah. It doesn't really get brought no. up ever. And we don't live in our circle. No, we don't. we don't live in SoCal. So I don't think we'd run into right. members that often. So anyways, it was a like, what the heck, dude? So we dive into website, really boring work stuff. And then he ends by going, Hey man, I, uh, he's so, he was so nice. The nicest guy ever. And we still kind of stay in contact a little bit. I messaged him once in a while, just saying, hello, they do amazing work on a ton of stuff. I don't want to give out too much info because yeah. I don't want to like identify who this person is, but he goes, Hey, I live I, Disneyland's on my way home. So why don't you hop in my car 
and I'll drop you off at Disney and so you don't have to take an Uber. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it, man. Works reimbursing me. <laughs> it's not coming out of my yeah. pocket. I don't care. He like insisted, no, get in the car. Don't take an Uber. We can talk Disney on the way there. So I'm like, all right, man, appreciate it. So hop in his car. We have a great, you know, 30 minute ride talking Disney, talking history, talking his experience with Disney and his love for it. And he pulls up to, let me drop you off at the Grand Californian because there's less traffic and okay, cool. So he pulls up and he goes, oh, hey, before you go, he goes into his glove compartment and pulls out, I'm not kidding you, 30 fast passes. It had to have been just this long strand of fast passes. He goes, here, use these. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on, man. <laughs> and it's like a fast pass to anything you want to ride. Right. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I only have like a couple hours. No, take them. They're going to, they expire. They send these to me every month. Don't worry about it. Just go use them. I was like, again, <laughs> mouth open. Like, are you kidding me, dude? And thank you so much. Appreciate it. And so I had the best Disney night ever by myself, solo Disney. And I rode like 15 rides because I was you like, did. here's the special fast pass. Here's the special yeah. fast pass. It was awesome. So all that to say, he texts me later and says, pleasure meeting you. Look forward to working with you with the whole business stuff. But if you're ever back down here, which we were going to be in a few months, um, please give me a text. We'll meet at Club 33 and we'll have lunch. And again, another like <laughs> I called you in a panic going, I can't believe this. He texted <laughs> me and told me we can go in the club. Yeah. So we planned a trip uh, a few months later. And I think I went in the summer and we went in the fall together. Right. For just a Disney trip, not a work trip. Right. Because we were still, we were dating. We were dating. Yeah. Yeah. So we would stay with your family down mm -hmm. there. She has family members down there and we go to the park and yeah. So I, I, again, I'm really bad at this stuff. I feel bad for like, I, I don't know. I'm not taking advantage of people, but like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't even like taking people up on their offers like this. Yeah. Well, is this just a serene experience? It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So I, I reach out, Hey, you told me to give you a heads up. We were heading down a couple days. Would love to catch up and get lunch. So he says, perfect. I'm really filled with meetings that day. If I can make it work, great. If I can't, I'll still get you in. I'll just send someone to meet with you guys. Right. I said, no problem. Would love to meet with you, but get it if you can't make it. So sure enough, we're at the park. Uh, he can't make it that day because meetings got moved around. And he said, hey, I'm sending uh, my assistant. He's going to meet you there. He's a fun guy. Have fun. Yeah. So we're just still like in disbelief going, we're going into Club 33. My heart was pounding. Yeah, it was bizarre. It, it's because again, as a normal like person, you don't ever think, oh, I'm going to be, in, I'm going to be able to go into Club 33. No. Like no Disney. I mean, again, unless you're a member or know somebody that it's always a, oh, that would be nice. But the fact that like, again, we meet up with this guy's assistant. We're walking up to the Club 33 doors. I'm sweating. Like my heart is pounding. <laughs> he walks up to the door, the assistant, not Caleb. The assistant walks up to the door with like the little like, um, ring the doorbell. Yeah. They rings the doorbell. They start talking through the door and they, he says his name and then says who we are. Cause we're on a list with him. And then the door just opens and I'm like, I'm going to faint. Like <laughs> it was amazing. No, it so, was amazing. Yeah, it was outstanding. So it was right when we went right when they closed the uh, courtyard up. Remember? So that was yeah. a courtyard in new Orleans. Angel. Oh crap. I don't remember. Yeah courtyard of angels or angel something, something that it's everyone the loved. door over by pirates by blue bayou that's the old one it's the old entrance we were in the new entrance though. yes so yeah. we're the one past i think kind it's of across towards the bathrooms yeah what is it what's that there's a store there's a across store. from it yeah yeah i'm least like glass items or something mm -hmm. yeah so yeah there used to be a courtyard that was open to the public and they closed it up 
for Club 33 members only. And so it was right when that closed. So we got a picture in the courtyard before we went in the door. But anyways, we get, yeah, we enter in. They let us in this crazy way, like, you know, verify your name and who are you? So they come in. We have to do it again. Remember, they ask us, can we get your names? Yeah. So once you open the door and walk in, there's kind of like a couple of people standing in like the entryway, almost like they have a clipboard and there's like a computer mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, hi, we're so-and-so. Like, can I get your names? They're literally checking a list yep. to make sure that you're on. Yeah. Make sure the, you have a reservation that The door that closes day. Mm-hmm. and then they start taking us up the staircase. <laughs> yes. So we go upstairs and walk in this kind of parlor area. Yeah. And so if you look, I think it's to the left, you've got the sit-down dining to the, right. to the right. To the right. Sorry. Okay. I'm really bad with directions. So yeah. to the right, you've got the sit down dining area. That's mm-hmm. the fancy suit and tie mm-hmm. dining experience. Yeah. Which is very, so he gave us the option. We can do that ahead of time when we were talking. Yeah. We can do that. It's just super expensive and you have to bring like suit. And, and I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, because, oh yeah. Cause keep in mind this club, even though you remember, you still have to yeah, pay for to the pay. food inside. It's yeah. not like it's a free. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's all paid. None of it's crazy. free. Yeah. yeah. So He's like, it's super pricey and you have to get all dressed up. And I'm like, ah, that's kind of the last thing I want to do on our vacation. And I, yeah, yeah, it would have been expensive. Yeah. I wasn't rolling in the dough back then. So I was like, you know what, man, we're going to opt out of that one. Let's do the lounge. Which I'm so, so happy we did. So happy we did. So took the left route <laughs> and yeah. went down the hallway and greeted by this grand piano. This is over. So context as to where we're at. And you can kind of tell this is over Cafe Orleans. Is French that market. Where, French market. Yes. Okay. So this is over French market. So right below us would be where the beignets are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like overlooking that courtyard where they do live jazz music. Yeah. And, they, and yeah. then next to it's on a mansion. You're right. So if you guys look up above French market at like the windows up the tops of the trees, that's exactly where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we're at. There's a grand piano up there. There's this bar, gorgeous bar with like interactive elements. So every once in a while, this like, Remember there was like the star thing or spirit thing would like fly across yeah. and like and highlight a uh, an instrument and then yeah. that instrument would start playing through the music and be highlighted and then you know 5 minutes later this like animation would happen again it would go to uh the trumpet this time and then the trumpet would be uh pronounced in this music yeah, it was cool Yeah cuz there was a theme to it again it's very jazzy like cocktail hour kind mm-hmm. of theme um but yeah it almost would look like there was a ghost playing the instrument like it was a projection yeah. but it looked like it was actually real um so they had a grand piano there's pictures everywhere like i mentioned of Walt with all these different people but what i did want to mention before we dive into what um like the options were for eating and all that kind of stuff. Prior to getting in the bar area, there are these little like nooks leading down this pathway where there's kind of like seating on the sides. So think of like half booths. Mm -hmm. They're very tiny, like for like four people, but each booth is like themed and we're walking past and there's a haunted mansion one, there's pirates, but these aren't just like, oh, there's a picture of a haunted mansion in it. The one specifically was a picture with Haunted Mansion, but there was a interaction to where you would randomly see the groundskeeper with the lantern walking across the grounds. And it was the most eerie, but it was the most... It was cool. It was so neat. Well, because it looks like an oil painting. So yes. it doesn't look like a screen. No. And it was legit a painting. It was, yeah. And it was a very creepy, but so neat. Like the just the Disney magic was just mm-hmm. overflowing. So you could see them walking. There would be like, I think was lightning flashing sometimes. Like, yeah. It, and then the crow would move and like squawk or something. It was... And then there's little things like decor. Like, I don't know if it's from the ride or just mm-hmm. theming from the ride around it as well. 
Um, but again, yeah, there's pirates and then there was a couple others, but those are the main ones because we're such Haunted Mansion and pirate Yeah, freaks. the pirates one was cool because you could hear like, okay, you can be sitting there eating and then very faint, you can hear like these like guys like yelling at each other and kind of fighting a little bit. Yeah, and I think the seagull. And the seagull. And the ride. Yep, and the lights again, like you can see the cannon fire a little bit, but it's all very subtle. So yeah, you wouldn't hear it walking past. Like we had to actually look into the booth mm-hmm. again with the Haunted Mansion one. We kind of stood there for a second just to see like, what is this? Well, and it was when we went in, there was maybe one other table. So yeah, it was, it was empty. Empty. Which was nice because again, if it would have been packed. We remember the rules. So it was like oh, yes. no video, no videotaping at all. You can take pictures. Absolutely no video. Mm-hmm. Um, What else was it? it and it wasn't and, and like. And they basically encouraged us like if you can, uh, please don't take pictures of members. Yes, that was a no-no. And again, they're not like sitting there staring at you the whole time, but it was kind of like, hey, we're really, like this is a a respectful time for people in here, so don't act like you're like vlogging. And I get, hey, if I was a celebrity or something like that and I wanted to escape for half an hour, I wouldn't want people taking pictures of me either. Exactly. I get it. Um, but yeah, so we are walking through there looking at everything. Um, I did want to mention when you're in there, it does not feel like you're at the park at all. Um, when you're walking around Disneyland, obviously you're getting that Disneyland magic. You're like, woo, I'm at the theme park. Everything's great. When you're in club 33, it's almost like you are magically drawn out of the park in the best way. Um, you, you're, when you're up in like, kind of like the lounge where we were, you see the tops of the trees. And if you go up to the window, you can see people below, but it's at a level to where when you look out, you can't see anybody. Yeah. So it's it, very, it, it was a really neat feeling. It was almost very relaxing. Yeah. Because it like you could take a break for a moment from the park and the hustle and bustle and just the crowds. So. Yeah, they soundproofed the heck out of it too. So there was oh, no. Oh, I couldn't hear anything. You couldn't hear anything. No, like yeah. not even the Mark Twain going by. Like you couldn't hear the live music that they were doing in the French market. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was all quiet. And they did have piano music playing throughout the bar, which I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean. We've talked about the ambiance and the environment and stuff, the food. So that's kind of the most important part, right? So uh, we sat down with uh, this guy, not going to say names, but uh, super awesome guy. Got to know him a little bit over the couple hours we were there. Mm -hmm. And we ordered, it's kind of appetizer-like, so uh, we couldn't drink at the time because we were underage, right? Yeah, Uh, we were underage. I think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we were. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. anyways, no alcohol was consumed at this uh, lunch, but they had a bunch of cool drinks you could order. Yeah. I'd love to go back now if I could. But, uh, sorry, man, this wind is crazy. <laughs> it's scaring the heck out of me. I looked in the corner of my eye and there's, yeah, a lot of stuff's going on. I'm, I'm very distracted. <laughs> so we uh, ordered sliders and they yes. were very accommodating to my allergy or my oh, condition. Oh, they're amazing. Gluten-free. A chef came out. Yeah. So he came out and verified, hey, you can have X, Y, Z. And we You're ordered. getting one thing. The f- oh, sorry. They started it off. Caitlin loved this. It's her first it's time having favorite. this. They do serve this at like kind of fancier restaurants. It's not, uh, uh, what do you call it? Special to this place, but it's the warmed nuts. So like they were the cashews. best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They come like a little tray. It's very <laughs> yeah. fancy, you know, cause you're in there. So of course everything is top notch, but it was, they were so delicious. The sliders, they're like little three mini sliders. Delish. Um, and then they had like garlic Parmesan fries. fries. Oh, Unreal. God. It, the it food was, was food was, was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, and you know how you go to some um, restaurants in the park, you're like, wow, this food's great. This was like a whole other level. Like I, ha- it's pretty much up there with being out of the park food being amazing. Yeah. Like it was so good. Really good. And then uh, the guy we were with suggested we order a specific dessert, I remember. So we ordered that and that was really good. I'm kind of forgetting what it was. I am too. I, I think remember. it was like a sampler of like different 
Uh, ice cream? Gelatos or something? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I remember yeah. that. I don't remember the flavors, but it came in like little scoops, which I thought really was good. really cute. Yeah, it's probably like <laughs> yeah. 15 bucks for yeah. like three, <laughs> three bites. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it on like food and drink wise. Again, we were just talking and having a good time. And yeah, it was more being there. Enjoying the surroundings. Eating. Yeah. And then we both took pictures of both the men's and women's restrooms because they were so fancy. And you might be like, what? Caleb, it was Caitlin, empty. What are you talking they were about? Empty. No, no, there was yeah. nobody in the bathroom. We're like, no, <laughs> yeah. we were not taking pictures of anybody. We made sure. But the bathrooms... Again, this sounds so weird that I'm talking about this. They were beautiful. Like at least, the, I mean, I didn't see the, obviously the guy's bathroom, but the the women's bathroom, it almost looked like it had gold finishes everywhere. There were um, little like toiletry items. Like if you <laughs> wanted to like fix your hair, um, there was like premium nap. You know, like that soft cloth? We took a couple. Napkins, yes. Yeah. All the napkins. It when it wasn't like the stuff that you get like little cheap like paper napkins that you get like thick restaurants thick fancy napkins that were soft and had the club 33 logo on them so of course i took one (laughs) no and they were they're free yes they're disposable they're disposable yeah we didn't steal like no 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 no. they're disposable yeah um but again that was really unique and then same thing for caleb but i have one regret that bothers me to this day at club 33 which i'm sure people have seen they have merch that you can buy they have like well, this wasn't considered merch, but they did give us chocolates that we took. So that's nice to have. <laughs> we have like seven-year-old chocolates. Yeah, to we did buy a Club 33 pin, which thank goodness we bought. Because if not, I would have kicked myself. Yeah, and it came in a fancy little case. And yes, it, yeah. if you, we still have it to this day. Um, my one regret, regret, excuse me. <laughs> we regret. <laughs> is they have Club 33 ears and I did not buy them. This was back when ears weren't extremely popular. Like it wasn't like a thing, like not, you know how like now literally everyone, their mother has ears on back then it was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But like not really a thing. Like it wasn't a big deal. I am so sad that I can't get these. So if anybody ever goes, like I will give you money. I want these ears so bad. I'm so, it breaks my heart every time because I will randomly see people wear them. Yeah. And it just kills me. That's all right. But other than that, it's an excuse to try and get back in one day. It was, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I have another chance encounter where someone happens to be a member. Yeah. But no, it was a really cool experience. We, I'm, I'm thankful we grabbed the couple free stuff we could and we bought the pin. Yeah. Uh, again, reminder, we, we weren't rolling in money back then. No. So it's not like I go, oh, I'll buy the whole lot. No, no, no. So we bought what we could and I'm glad we did. Really cool memories. It was a, again, I don't think I even appreciated it back then for how lucky we were oh, yeah. to go in. And it was very, a once in a lifetime opportunity. Once in a lifetime Hopefully we do. It's hopefully it's a twice in a lifetime. <laughs> I'd yeah, love to go back now. You know, because if we if we were able to go back, I would love to sit and actually, honestly, I would love to go back to the bar area and sit in the really? um the, booth. the little booths yeah. because I can't explain enough how amazing those booths were. And it's it just it was See, magic. I think I'd want to do the, I think I'd want to do the dining room. Really? Next time. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to do a. Now I'm old enough to appreciate probably the history of that dining room and Walt sitting in there yeah. and entertaining guests and who know, I mean again giant Neil Patrick Harris will probably be there when we're there or Jake there's Gyllenhaal. constantly celebrities <laughs> well we did see um Nicholas Cage he was coming out of Club 33 we did see him I mean there we've seen uh, quite a few celebrities at the parks yeah. and you know they all go there yeah they have to because yeah I mean again not all it's of them. the thing it's a thing. And mm-hmm. again, if you, if any of you guys ever get the opportunity to go where you know anybody, oh, take it. please jump on it because it was the most amazing experience. Like even just looking back at it now, it gives me like butterflies. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. It was cool. Very lucky to have done it. Hopefully we can do it one more time. 
before we leave this earth. But uh, yeah, fun experience. Club 33 is pretty much all it is cracked up to be. It's amazing. So especially for those Disney freaks like us, mm-hmm. like we it's and yeah. I, we didn't mention again, we, we want to keep this reasonable length, but we didn't even mention half of the items that are there that have a lot of history tied to them. There's a phone booth that Walt would use frequently that's put in there. There was a bird that was originally supposed to be used as uh, it was like an interactive bird that was supposed to be part of the restaurant experience, like the Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. And Walt would listen to guests with this thing and talk to them. Yeah. That's presented there. There's a ton of history in there. A ton of historical stuff Mm -hmm. littered throughout this place. Uh, There was, oh, one of the original elevators that was used at Club 33, the old style wood lifts. Yeah. That's, um, you could sit in it now. And so they have that opened up in the corner. Yeah, you saw it. It was there. I remember it. Yeah, it was really neat. neat. So again, there's a ton of stuff to talk about and we could go on all day, but- yeah, if you have the opportunity or know someone, take it because it is a very, very cool experience for the Disney freaks. Yeah, we're so, so thankful for it. Very thankful. So if you're listening, uh, the person that let us in, <laughs> thank you. And uh, we've yeah, we gotten a lot you. of gotten a lot of good stories out of it. And uh, yeah, yeah, fun time. So thanks for listening. That's pretty much our Club 33 experience. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully we get to do it again one day. Yeah, I loved it. And yeah. again, P.S. If anyone has extra Club Thirty Three oh, years, God. <laughs> yeah. If you just have them laying around the house, yeah. I mean, why would you send them? I'm sure people have multiple. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why not? not? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us at Market House Podcast on Instagram and uh, find out what we're doing over there. We're posting a lot. Caitlin has posted a cool reel today. Yes. So excited about the reel. And please, if you can leave us a review, we are still looking for our first one. And again, it really helps out our podcast, get us out there on the search bar and yeah. just, you we really that. appreciate it. Yeah. You can do that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other podcast services that we're on. Yeah. Uh, but thanks so much again for listening. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.